In the previous blog, I wrote about some things we don't know about trees. While researching, I realized how much more we did not know. So here we move ahead in understanding trees. Without trees, we'd have no water to drink, only bad air to breathe and hardly any soil. High time, then, to get more acquainted with our friends. What does the life of a tree look like? Every type of tree follows a different reproductive strategy. Some have small seeds that are disseminated by the wind. Others, such as oaks and chestnut trees, have larger seeds, usually transported with the help of animals. Young trees don't just grow, they develop a personality and, as the years pass, learn more about their environment and how they should best behave. Personality, just as among people, varies among trees. Some are anxious, some bold. We think of trees as doing nothing more than what we see them do. The weather turns cold, trees lose their leaves. Spring arrives, and trees sprout buds and leaves. But it's not that simple. For example, three oak trees are growing close together. Each tree's trunk almost touches that of its neighbor. In autumn, one of the oak trees always starts to shed its leaves two weeks earlier than the others. Since they all experience the same temperature, the same soil and the same day length, such variables can't be the explanation. So, what's happening? Well, this tree is simply more careful than the others. Whoever holds on to their leaves longer can do more photosynthesis and store more nutrients. However, the longer a tree keeps its leaves, the higher the risk of injury, a tree will get hurt if it still has its leaves during a frost or a freeze. I have seen a similar phenomenon currently while I am in Montreal. Trees shed their leaves, but the color of leaves also changes before they are shed. I have seen two trees near home that have started changing colors. These changes are supposed to begin in the first or second week of September. But this change has already started on these two trees. More careful, like some mindful human beings? The photo on the left shows that majority have green leaves, but the photo on the right shows two trees with color changes has already begun. The light color you see on green trees is due to the sun rays. Trees learn from experience. They must make a lot of decisions throughout their lives. When do they shed their leaves? Where do they let their roots grow toward the east, where there might be more nutrients in the earth, or toward the west, where there is more moisture? Not only do trees make their own decisions, but they also learn from their mistakes. A tree that, for example, kept its leaves too long for one year will never make this mistake again. This leads to several other conclusions, trees must notice the temperature and the length of the day and be able to save their experiences somewhere. Trees don't have brains, but it is thought that in the sensitive tips of their roots, they keep track of information and experiences. But trees aren't only clever when it comes to caring for themselves. They also support each other. It's good that trees can learn to cope with the threat of danger because they also like to talk about what they've learned. They do this in two ways, with sense and email. Trees can contact their kind and other creatures by using scent. Depending on the situation, they release different pheromones. They can be ingenious, when, for example, an elm tree or a Scots pine tree suffers a caterpillar infestation, the tree releases a scent that attracts a species of tiny wasp. These wasps fly to the affected tree and lay their eggs in the caterpillars, when these eggs hatch, the larvae attack and eat the caterpillars. Here's another exciting example, trees have a way of identifying what kind of creature is trying to eat their leaves, by tasting that creature's saliva. Information travels even faster through the forest's own internet. Electric pulses can only spread very slowly within a tree itself.
If, for example, a caterpillar starts munching on a leaf, the leaf's fibers send out electric signals, these signals travel along the fibers at a pace of 1 cm per minute. Under the ground, however, almost every tree is linked to countless fungal threads, which can transmit electric signals much more quickly. One single fungus can spread itself over several miles and thus connect many trees. Trees can send specific electric alerts to the fungi and inform nearby trees about insects, drought, or other dangers. This is only a theory but is yet to be proven. Trees aren't dumb. They depend on their ecosystems from the same groups and can get in touch with them. No wonder, then, that they help each other out whenever there's trouble. Trees often warn their group species of potential dangers by using scent and the fungi internet. Mainly, that works very well. For example, on the African savanna, where giraffes like to eat umbrella acacias. Within minutes of this happening to an acacia, it will release poison in its leaves and, simultaneously, emit a warning gas, ethanol, that alerts other trees within a 100-meter radius of the attack. The giraffes know this game well, within a few minutes, they head off to another tree about 100 meters away or to trees upwind and continue eating. But for a bit, the umbrella acacia's immediate surroundings are protected against further attacks. And not only do trees warn their tree friends about dangers, but they also take care of sick and weak group trees with nutrients. A tree's insides had rotted a long time ago to topsoil, a clear sign that the tree had been felled over 400 years ago. But the wood on the outside of the stump was still living. How was this possible? After all, the stump didn't have its leaves to do its photosynthesis. Well, the stump was nourished by its neighbors with nutrients from the root system and had been for at least 400 years. There's no way for this stump to heal, but for trees which are only severely hurt, this system can save lives. Why do trees do such a thing? It's simple, it's better together. Trees need the forest, it protects them from storms, provides a suitable microclimate, and warns them of attacks. So, they help each other out. Trees are undervalued organisms. They can do much more than is often realized, they communicate and help each other out, have senses and are designed to fit nicely into their place in their ecosystem. We should show trees respect and care about their welfare, just like animals.